Check out bmfcast.com for all our episodes and links to our social things. And for tons of bonus content, head over to patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BFCast. Ah, oh boy. I'm just so tired of all these law wars. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BFCast. Hey! BFCast! Episode 463. Wow. Numbers. Is that the weed number? No. I'll let you know. Okay. So I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And we're, we're Maculous again. Yeah. Yeah. Scott Maculous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, that was a quantum leap to get to that joke. <laughs> uh, Chuck liked it. Yeah. So. Holy right. shit. Uh, so we're in week three of La April. La April. La April. Or, sorry, LA April. LA. Uh, I like saying La April. <laughs> La April. La April. In honor of Notre Dame. Uh, so, week three of LA Wars <laughs> brings us 1994. Oh, week three of. Uh, <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> My brain, she's gone. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. We watched LA Wars. Right. It's week three of week April. Week three. La- <laughs> April. La- La- Wars. It's, we're in week three of the LA Wars. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Things are going well on the front. Yeah. It's not from 1984. Right. It's an LA movie. It is. That's, so it fits with LA April. It does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how this works. Yeah. Yeah. It's very little It's almost like we planned it. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. <laughs> I said almost. Yeah. Almost. So we'd have to plan something. Uh, yeah. just fuck. What do I. I usually do a whole other thing before that, don't I? <laughs> fuck. Yeah. I'm so, so each off. and every week on a yeah, podcast, what we do here is we go into the room and we rate it and <laughs> we, just, we watch a we lose all cohesion of how wow. our show works what we, is happening one to five bags is in robot bags yeah uh, <laughs> all these things negative five scale skip, in, skip back one episode you'll, you'll figure out what we do yeah you each know. and every week you fucking know by now jesus i'm not doing we that. watch a movie yeah we did you can do a plot summary. The first oh, fine. When the war on the streets becomes personal, no one is safe. Guzman, a small-time drug lord, drug lord takes on Giovanni, the biggest mafia boss in L.A., igniting a war hmm. in L.A. An L.A. war? An L.A.? An L.A. war. Wars. Huh. Yeah. But wait a minute. They said it was L.A. wars. Yes. But then they just... The, the title says L.A. wars. Mm-hmm. This says there's only one L.A. war. Right. I don't know what to it's think like about the, the era anymore. Of, it's oh, remember the L.A. wars? Mm-hmm. They should have called it like L.A. lawlessness. <laughs> Capitalizing that hot banger from the time. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I think should have. Yeah, they missed an opportunity. I do believe L.A. law was a was it's a big deal around, around what my parents would have called a banger back then. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so there's only one person in this that's been in anything else. Uh, yeah, Giovanni Bam- Ribisi. Nope, nope, uh, nope. Uh, absolutely not. Nope. Rodrigo Obregón. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Hard Ticket to Hawaii, Picasso Trigger, Savage Beach, Guns, Hard Hunted, and Fit to Kill. Fit to Kill. So all the Andy Sedaris movies, basically. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's that guy who played a different guy every time. Okay. And we were always like, wasn't that guy in the last Which one? And, but he died. <laughs> Which one was he in this one? He was the... He was He was Guzman. He's Guzman. He's not uh, okay. Louis, Louis right. Guzman. Yes. He's, he's a different Guzman. Right. <laughs> he's not a human being. No. He's, <laughs> he's a Guzman. Yeah, he's a Guzman. <laughs> Um. Yeah. The other, the main guy. Um. 
I don't have a clever way to work my joke in that I said during the live stream, so I'll just say it now. I'll just blur it out. Um, he's a he's a low rent Val Kilmer, as I said, value Kilmer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. And uh, there's Miss Ohio from some year. Sure. From the Miss America. From package. the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Mary, Ohio. Mary E. Zilba. Uh-huh. Right. Well, this was her only film. Only film. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's AJ Stevens as Giovanni. Those are like your primary people. It's like you get pretty much have the two mob bosses and a lady that our main guy is. Sweet. Hired, yeah. Hired to protect eventually. Yep. But uh, this movie starts with a drug deal. Mm-hmm. Basically. It's a under under an overpass somewhere doing a drug deal van, and van rolls up and says we're gonna shoot you all and take the drugs no van just rolls up well, lady with a shotgun. Damn I, I mean <laughs> the gun said we're gonna shoot you all and take your drugs lady gets out with a shotgun according, shoots a car the car explodes according yep. to the trivia the guns had no speaking parts actually oh oh well that's weird good to know mm-hmm. but yeah so she blows up a car they take the drugs and go back to their warehouse hangout yep that is correct. And uh, we get a quick speech by Guzman, who's mm-hmm. just like, I'm going to be the boss of L.A. <laughs> and then credits. Not, you know, opening credits. No, the movie's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and thus the L.A. war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And there's a there's a retaliation because um, Giovanni's. I think we do. We meet our hero guy for half a second first, I think, because yeah. it, it feels weird if we would have not seen our hero for okay. like, after two drug things. Look, here's the thing about this movie uh, right. is that scenes will just happen and there will be kicking and punching and shooting and then it just moves on to another scene of kicking and punching and shooting. So it's going to be... Well, you just I put take that and just run that for the plot summary of every single movie we ever do. Yeah, but this one, <laughs> this one in particular is just here's a scene of kicking and punching and now let's move on to the next thing. It's so like we're not even sure what's happening at this point, but it's just it's this this bar... And two guys come in with shotguns and they're like, hey, we are robbing the place. And, you know, uh, off screen, a guy comes in and starts fighting with one guy, uh, turns around and shoots the other guy who's at the bar, shoots him like dead center in the head. Because well, he was going to take the bartender hostage. Right. He's just like, yeah, nope. Yeah. Bang. That so, guy's dead. Center and then mass. He, then he starts kung fu fighting with the other dude. He does. And uh, eventually shotguns him because like, you know, they fight for a bit and then he, gets... he fights him for a bit like, OK, I have defeated you. And then he just picks up that dude shotgun and shotguns that dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems a bit egregious. And then he's immediately called in to the police precinct. Yes. And it's just like it's it's a it's a pretty good angry chief yelling at him. But it's it never gets quite to the level we want. Here's here's the thing about the script of this movie. The script is very. Everyone says exactly what you think they're going to say. Mm hmm. Like, no one has any inventive put-downs or creative swears or anything like that. Everyone, it, it's just, like, the most creative is just people will just shout fuck you back and forth at each other, which is what happens with our main guy, Jake Quinn, mm-hmm. and the captain, who are just yelling at each other, because the captain's like, you can't just keep leaving bodies, you don't work on the force anymore, because he was he was on the force, and now he's not on the force. Yeah, we find out a couple scenes LA later force. why exactly, but... yeah, yeah. Um, the captain is really good at doing the yelling thing. He is our our hero, our value Kilmer mm-hmm. is not not so good. He, he's not so good at the whole acting shtick. His thing is he's always kind of smirky, mm-hmm. and so he never really conveys any kind of like seething rage or anything like that. It's always just like, "Hey, guy, uh, you know, come on." He but- also looks a bit like a schmuck. <laughs> he, I mean, he doesn't look like a lead. He he looks no. like he should be a second tier. You know, 
friend of the main character who ends up getting killed or something yeah. like that. It's however, he was the North American cruiserweight champion in kickboxing. He has skills. Yeah. Like he has form and skills like the 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 fighting in this movie oftentimes uh, as, as opposed to last week's movie where the fighting was shot in a way where it's like they're not even coming close to each other. The way it's shot in this movie looks like they are hitting each other accidentally all the time. Yeah. Well, this guy, I mean, obviously he didn't hurt anybody too bad. This guy's still doing some work. Okay. Well, up until 2016. All right. Like he was in the 2008 Incredible Hulk and oh. 2012 and X-Men The Last Stand and The Grey. As... Are you sure that's not stunts? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's doing, oh, okay. he's, he's working. He's working. Right, I mean, right. Yeah. 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 Okay. <clears throat> yeah. He played the character stunts in all of those <laughs> movies. <laughs> The, the greatest Easter egg in all of the MCU. Yes. Yeah. Is Value Kilmer. When you Value Kilmer is going to come out of nowhere, <laughs> kick Captain Marvel in the head, and crush Thanos' yeah. head like a grape. He's like, Thanos was right. <laughs> <laughs> I am stunts. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Mr. Stunts. Um, I'm Mr. Stunts. So anyway, he has a conversation with the with the captain. He gets thrown out of there. Um, the uh, this is where we get the retaliation. I think. Yeah, yeah. Giovanni has had. He's having dinner with uh, his henchman Vinny mm -hmm. and his daughter Carlo. Carla. Carla. <laughs> his his name is Carlo. That that's what's confusing. Uh, <laughs> is it? Yeah. Well. Okay. So. <laughs> They just, they just, you know, they're having a dinner and then he gets a phone call. It's like, ah, we've been hit again, blah, blah, blah. Take care of it. So Vinny goes out and they find a dude at a food truck or just a food stand. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a, food, a, he's a little taqueria. Yeah. yeah. And they're just like, hey, who did the thing? And he's like, ah, I'll take it. Well, they, he doesn't say anything, but he ends up taking them to them. With, they're just eating in another restaurant. Mm hmm. And they come in, and the the lady of the group who shotgunned the car to death gets up away from the table, and they come in and gun down those two dudes. Yeah. So and, and like hard cut back to Guzman, who's like just well, pounding the oh, table. No, she she like runs in. She, yeah. Yeah. We see her like run away, and she runs in, and then it's just immediately like ah, they're dead. And so is dead. And he's like, my nephew. Yeah. Ah, I'm angry. Yes. Yeah. Get them. Kill them all. Do. Do the start to, do LA, to them start the LA war? Yes, do to them what they just did to us, and it will never stop. I'm really glad that this girl has like only two more scenes because she is she's lovely, but she's a painful to experience actress. Mm -hmm. I think she's fine. I think they just they set her up as like this badass who can shotgun a car to death and then never do anything close to she's that. also like wearing the most inappropriate clothing for criming she's wearing like a new jersey waitress outfit like i'm i'm working at yeah. a pseudo strip club in new jersey right this she's, is, a, she's a shots girl it, yeah <laughs> yes shotguns girl <laughs> yeah. so i guess what happens is that the the, the daughter is out shopping and yeah. shopping and shopping and shopping and shopping. I, well, can I think, we, I can think we that, set up Vinny real quick? I was going to say, like, first, I think there's the retaliation on the informant dude. Because, right. like. All right. Yeah. Because yeah, they, they come th in yes. and they're like, you know, you know, how they how they shoot us or whatever, how they get us. And it's just like, yeah, this guy turned on us. Mm -hmm. And um, so they, they go and quickly round him up and basically like, oh, hey, yeah, they, they, they dump gasoline on him and they're like trying to get information for half a second. They're like, ah, fuck it. We're just going to light you on fire. Yeah. So there's this dude tied to a chair with a mask over his head lit on fire. Mm hmm. It's a good stunt. It is a good stunt. Yeah. 
And it seems like it lingers on that for a oh, yeah. bit too long. Like maybe a man died. <laughs> uh, there, there, there's a YouTube cut like halfway through. There's one of those like it, you know, cuts where it it it's not a smooth okay. transition. Transition. Right. Okay. So it's two takes. Okay. Lighting the guy on fire. Right. I like the description of YouTube cut. Well, uh, it's just it really... you know, people got real lazy of like I'm yeah. not even gonna like try to put yeah. a transition. Oh on no, it, that yeah. that yeah, no, that's <laughs> sold it for me. That's it. Um, but it is like, I think we're lucky that that guy's wearing a hood. Or the reason that that could go on for as long as it seemed to was mm-hmm. because that guy was wearing a hood to mm-hmm. protect his, like, protect to wholly neck. protect his, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so Vinny is, <clears throat> Vinny is all of, like, five foot nothing, like. He's like Joe Pesci trying to act like Al Pacino. Yeah, that's a really good way to describe it. Also, he's never met clothes that fit. No. Yeah. Um, but he's, he has the demeanor of the boss guy from Murphy Brown. What, yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> like, he is very much almost that guy. I, Miles, I think his name Miles, was. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. But I'm saying, like, like he was in one of our movies recently, <laughs> right? Yeah, where I made the same thing. Where, yeah, but yeah, it's just like he's just a nondescript dude who's like trying to act tough. Yeah, yeah, and, and he's not. And it's honestly really good casting. I don't know where this guy came from, but he really sells that shit. He's he's um, he's a. He's a schmuck. I mean, it's just, <laughs> yeah, he that's, just, that's he sucks and he shouldn't be anyone's right hand man. He shouldn't have elevated himself to anywhere in this organization where he's at. He can shoot really well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, but what sets up the actual plot in motion is, you know, they've, they've declared all out war now, you mm-hmm. know? And so I think there's a quick montage of just like them doing random hits on random people it's just and back and forth, you know, like we're going to fuck up your drug deal and we're going to fuck up your drug deal. And yeah. And uh, there's a brief like we get introduced to the side character of the DA who comes storming in like there's a there's a news crew like right in the police like in the lobby. And I, I love that like they've got like the hard line microphone to the camera and she mm-hmm. has to like half trip half yeah. step over it to get to the chief of like what the hell we, we made a drug task force that you're in charge of and it isn't doing shit like fuck you know like. I love that she walks in the middle of the shot, says no comment, mm-hmm. walks four feet away and just shouts at the chief. Right. Like everything that's going on. All of yeah. this is going out live, lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, she's like, we need someone on the inside. And he's like, I can't put anyone on the inside. Yeah. They'll, they'll research us, it yeah. and they'll figure out it's a cop. And I don't know anybody. We'll have to go outside. outside. <laughs> so and, then, it, and it really cuts to cut outside. To outside. <laughs> and it's just it's just Quinn just strolling down the street yeah quinn's strolling and and carla is is shopping yep um, in, her, in her hot mom jeans yep and she just goes all the places and collects all the bags and goes back to her limo dude is putting her her stuff well, well they the, cross paths and he kind of like does the hey a yeah. lady and then she gets in the bat in the limo and it's just you know cars block either side of the limo it mm-hmm. wasn't a limo it was just a regular car I yeah think, but yeah they, they block either side the limo driver gets out and immediately is gunned down for right. his troubles um and then just it, yeah, Quinn, they go to get her, yeah. and then out of just off screen, Quinn explodes well, into the scene. He, he sort of leapfrogs over the hood of their car, yeah. and then like kicks them, the guy in the face, and yeah. then like, like he produces a gun. Yeah, he like turns around and shoots the other two dudes, and then just hugs her, and then like you know, cops show up. Yeah, cops show up. Yeah, and then back in the chief's office, and the chief is just like. Uh, I'm tired of cleaning up the, the morgue is tired of cleaning up your messes. And yeah. Well, no, uh, specifically the line is, why do you keep leaving a trail of bodies wherever you already goes <laughs> easier to follow than breadcrumbs? <laughs> right. Yeah. So there's some shouting back and forth. And this is when we get the explanation as to why Jake is no longer on the force. Mm-hmm. It's just because he beat a rapist to death who was raping a 12 year old kid. 
And the chief is just like, yeah, they, they, the jury said you were justified, not innocent. And he's like, yeah, well, this is Quinn justice and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, you know, and it just keeps. It, he says a thing at one point, like. He so, says Quinn's laws. It, yeah. But, but he never, like, brings it up ever again. But, like, he, he says, like, that the dude had a whip and was about to whip her. And I was like, you interrupted him while he was raping her. Like, that part wouldn't have been worse. Like, you've already established the worst part of that crime. You don't have to justify it by saying, but chief, he was going to whip her. <laughs> no. Yeah. But anyway. He's just throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks. Yeah, like, the chief isn't buying it. No. So, uh, but he's super gleeful. He's, really like, hates he's like, I would beat him to death again. I would beat anyone to death again. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> no, obviously, no one's going to do anything I'll to me. I'll drag him in front of the judge's bench and beat him to death there. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm Jake fucking Quinn, yeah. man. <laughs> Everything's turning up roses for me. <laughs> Yeah. So the chief's like, yeah, well, okay, you know, you you need to do this thing for us. And he's like, nah, and he just leaves and immediately cross paths with the D.A. who comes in and is like, did you find anybody? Oh, yet? and she was waiting outside listening. Yeah. And the chief's like, you just you just passed him. And she's like, no way. Not him. No, not that guy. Well, no, she no, she doesn't care. She's like, whatever. Fine. Good. Oh. Great. Do it. I don't give yeah. a shit. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, because he's like, he wants his job back. She's like, so so give him <laughs> whatever he wants. Yeah. Do it, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's not convinced. No, um, he goes back to work because he works at a uh, the fuck is the name of the place? Borderers, bordered Bordners, Bordners, Bordners. Yeah, L A. Classic Bar Bordners, which you can still go to. Mm-hmm. And tell us, fans in L A. Go to Bordners. Yeah, and tell take us what's a on the second floor. Try, try, of try the upstairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a BDSM club apparently on the second second floor. Oh, I wasn't going to tell anybody. I was just going <laughs> to no. Say, just go check it no, out. No, I want people to. Uh, <laughs> Know what they're in for no, and no, go do it anyway. Just let them go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Erase that, that part, part of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> just beep it out and then tell people to go yeah. upstairs anyway. But anyway, so he's at the bar and the bartender's like, eh, "There's a guy down there who wants to talk to you." So goes down there and it's it's one of Giovanni's henchmen mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Hey, your boss wants to see you for dinner. Come tonight. for dinner. Put on a we'll, tie. We'll bring a car. Yeah." He says, "Make sure you wear a tie." Yes, I th- I think he, I, I think that's what he says. This this guy hard to tell. can't speak very much English, no. but he shows up later not wearing a tie, not wearing a tie. Well, he, <laughs> first he's like, "Hey, limo driver, what's this Giovanni do? He must like looks like a really nice place." He's like, like "What did you excuse? ask him when you get there?" Yeah, and he immediately that's when we see him, and he's not wearing a tie. It's like, yeah. dude. Um, anyway, yep, yeah, he just kind of shows up and is like, "Yo, what's up?" They have a little meet and greet in the in the pre-dining room and then he's just like hey you know like you saved my daughter the great you know my most treasured thing in the world yes name a name a dollar amount and he's like i don't i don't want your money i want a job use a job you know if you <clears throat> i know we wouldn't have a plot <laughs> uh-huh. if yeah but the that answer to that question is so dumb mm-hmm. like uh-huh. oh i don't want your money i want uh, your money that i work a lot for yeah no just take the money then you don't have to have a job then you can go fuck back off to Bordner's. I know that he's trying to get in <laughs> mm-hmm. with the mafia, but yeah. the the convenient thing is that Giovanni is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because he's like, yeah, I like the sound of that, but everybody, you got to go through Vinny. Oh, Vinny's gonna be like, we don't need anybody, yeah. boss. He's like, yeah, but I'm I'm good, and you guys suck. And <laughs> he's just like, well, Vinny does hiring. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I like you, but you know, Vinny yeah. fucking hates you because you know. Because my daughter, weird. my daughter's making goo goo eyes at you yeah. immediately. Yeah. He's like, "Well, what? You know, your daughter needs a bodyguard." He's like, "Nah, she doesn't." Yeah, because it was set up in some conversation that, like, he's like, "You know, if you got with Vinny, who's like a son to me, then mm-hmm. 
then yeah. you could both be yeah. leading the business. Because, you know, sexist old ways. I can't possibly put you yeah. in charge. Right. Princes and princesses. Then he's yeah. going to take over yeah. the business. <laughs> this huh? dipshit oh. over here, he's way more qualified because he's got a dick. Over here. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if Vinny has a dick. Uh, <laughs> probably not. It's just probably missized. It's an any. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like his clothes. He's wearing bigger clothes to compensate for the lack of a dick. <laughs> yeah, but. It's whatever. true. This man has no dick. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I, um I, ah, oh, e, oh, I don't think like <laughs> he doesn't get the job because right, no, no, he has right, to leave and come yeah, back. He's like, uh, why don't you come over in the morning or something? Like we'll that. have a meeting Be in the morning. Prompt, and yeah. yeah, he shows up and he's just like, oh, you're on time. And he's like, yeah, naval training. He's like, oh, yeah, I got a file here. It says mm-hmm. you were in the military. And then all of a sudden, nothing. Yeah, that's weird. Isn't he's it? like, he's like, yeah, I moved around a lot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. And then he's like, still not hiring. And he's like. So by you need counterterrorism yeah. well, training, and that's what I got. Yeah, eventually he's just like, all right, get this guy the fuck out of here. Yeah. Which is, it's a weird meeting, but they just send two goons after him, which he, you know, he kickboxes, he dispatches them. He does, yeah. And then, North like, American Cruiserweight champion. Then grabs a knife and, like, holds Carla at knife point, saying, like, see, this is why you need me. And it's yeah. like, I don't know if that's a... It's a I think it's just a calm... It's a bold, bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but <laughs> Giovanni's like, man, I love this kung fu shit. Just, I love this fucking guy here. <laughs> He literally uh, says, hey, yeah, I love this kung fu shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so uh, and he's just like, all right, you're, you're going to hire him. Yeah, yeah. He lives in the guest house yeah, now. You're going to have to live here. Yeah. He's like, no, that's OK. I got a place. He's like, no, you live in the guest house now. It's like, oh, all right. Dinner every night at six. Be on time. Get yeah. So he like a, take, a suit. He takes him over there to the guest house and doesn't let him go into it. He just like dresses him down some more mm-hmm. on the steps. Well, and, he's just like telling him like you're 24 seven. You know, if, yeah. I, if I beep you, you better. He's like, go get a beeper. <laughs> I'm going to beep you're, you. You're going to have to respond within five minutes. Yeah. Um, or you're fucked. <laughs> but then like Carla shows up right away. Well, because he's like, you know, and get some nice clothes because if you're going to meet us for dinner. Yeah. And she's like, let's go shopping. Uh, shopping. Get him some clothes. That that doesn't go so well because well they no they do go shopping but then she's like well they get in the sweet jeep yeah <laughs> I'm trying to think because there's really there's it, this movie skips out on the let's get Jake nice clothes montage right. yeah which we <laughs> totally blue balled on that yeah I think uh, yeah I think they just they go shopping and we just assume it happens and then like he has to go he goes and does something because he's late for dinner and they're like oh you're late for dinner don't mm-hmm. let that happen again and then yeah um. Then he's just like, all right, cool. Because, like, nothing really happens. Like, you know, basically he goes to bed and she comes in at night and it's like, you saved my life. I, I want to fuck you. Yep. And I'm going to repay you with so, my vagine. So they have they have <laughs> Cinemax sex, which goes on a little too long. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's a lot of, like, people rubbing on places that are, you know. Nearby, like, like, but like, not actually. Like, like the neutral zone. You know? <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> right. Like, this is safe. Yeah. Demilitarized. Uh-huh, right. Yes. <laughs> Yes, he touches her all over the DMZ. Yeah, um, and then it's like next morning, or she's like tomorrow, like I want to take you to the beach or something. Yeah, and, and then they have. But it's like, but before that, he just walks out and lays down in a beach chair, mm-hmm. picks up the cordless phone, and calls the chief. Right from the fucking phone at the mob boss's like, house. Like it's bad enough that it's their their landline, but it's also a cordless phone. Yeah, so it's like. Yeah, cheap, somebody's picking that up on cheap, their radio. Yeah, I was going to say a cheap yeah. radio, like you could tune into that. And I, like. I'll go ahead and say he does this three more times. Mm-hmm. One time on a radio in the car, and it never comes up. Nope. Like nope. The, they have no control. They just have no surveillance powers whatsoever. Uh, that stuff didn't happen. Oh, okay. not back then. We, right. we didn't tap phones and stuff. Yeah. Well, anyway, anyway. so we were <laughs> screaming at him. Watergate. Like, yeah. <laughs> we were just like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. What are you doing? But doesn't matter. He's just right. He's cool. Jake Quinn. Doesn't matter. Quinn's rules. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, she comes up and interrupts his phone call with, let's take me to the beach. Yep. And then it's like, it's the beach montage that's not really a montage because it's really just filming them going around the beach. They forgot to film other things yeah, there was, besides... There was, there, was, there was no B-roll guy. guy. It was just, they had the one camera and so... Yeah, they they just, walk this way and they then just they walk, walk around and like they play some like, you know, twinkly song, you know, while they're <laughs> falling in love on the beach or whatever. And Boy, do they, because they get to a point under the pier where she is just like, Jake, I love you. And he's like, uh, uh <laughs> the oh, shit, yeah. I met you 48 hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, don't you love me? And he's like, yeah, well, listen, uh, I work for your dad and I'm your protector. And that's, but it's dumb. Cause he, he doesn't even cop out of it. No. He's like, well, I can't express that because it's my job to body your guard, guard your body. I'm your bodyguard. Uh-huh. Yep. And and she's like, so you feel the same way that I do? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I do. Uh-huh. And then they That's wander so off. I feel yeah. like we were just back in the theater. And, and then she says something like, we have to get to the music center. I have tickets. Yeah. Yeah. So they then cut, cut their next scene. They're now in a different car. A white Corvette. Yeah. And they park in the parking garage for the music center. And Right. The same parking garage that we've seen. <laughs> and suddenly just two goons pop up from behind the car and they follow him for a little while like yeah. you're on foot like yeah and it's just like because he keeps kind of like looking around and like acting like he doesn't see him and it's like dude you're a shitty bodyguard yeah but he actually did see him because he like he, shoves he just, her behind a car and then just like turns and like he doesn't also duck behind the car he like turns and does the freeze yeah, move and it's like right. uh you'd be so dead right now but he's yeah. not he, yeah. Well, but, he's protected by the lime green shirt that he's wearing yes, underneath yeah. his suit jacket. Yes, he is very much Zach Morris in yeah. this scene. <laughs> but a but a van pulls up too, and some more. Like, um, I don't think we mentioned during the uh, the shakedown montage we got earlier when the war actually started that the um, there's one dude on on Guzman's team who's like Mexican iced tea. Yes, um, which is delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it uses real sugar. I, <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. That's the only way to describe him. It's weird. Like when you see him at first, you're almost like, oh, I sneeze in this. And then you're like, oh, wait, no, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, he jumps out and like, you know, he basically dispatches everybody except for that dude. Yeah. Um, and they have kind of like a, a actual pretty good fight. And it looks like, you know, Quinn's about to lose. Yeah. Quinn's getting his ass beat. Yeah. At, at some point, she got a gun and, and dispatched like one person. And, you right. know, at first it was supposed to just be covering fire. But she ends up saving Quinn by shooting this guy kind of in the midsection shoulder yeah so okay we skip the bit where quinn and Vinny had the the shooting gallery oh right challenge and that's what got him the job mm-hmm. because they both went down to the shooting gallery right. and giovanni was like okay whoever does the best with this magazine and the revolver yeah. <laughs> well he says like one clip only and then you look down and it's a couple of revolvers yeah. and it's like okay yeah it's wrong on a couple of levels yeah. but yeah so they both fire at their target and Vinny has shot uh, five <laughs> shots center mass and Jake is shot five shots right in the head and and Giovanni's like ah, you both are pretty yeah, you're, good you're, nice you're, you're a little bit slower than Vinny but why, why'd you go for the head instead yeah. of the chest it's like well because cops wear <laughs> cops wear vests yeah. and he's just like he's being like you're, you're, hired. Hired. <laughs> you're hired you're hired I want <laughs> you to work love this guy <laughs> fucking, this guy fucking hates cops and I love cops. it yeah. take it outside the hitbox yeah so he had a conversation with Carla which was basically do you know how to use this gun? And he's like, yeah, my dad taught me to use this before I could ride a bike or brush my teeth. <laughs> he actually says something like, of course he did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, she eventually she wings that dude. Yeah. And that's how they get there, away. There was one other dude left standing. Like he, he like he was I guess he was just the guy who was going to wait in the van. But like everyone else <laughs> yeah. got dispatched because yeah. like 
instead of going for their car, they just they grab some, they dive in some random shitty car. They're like, car. Get, get in this car. And he like hot wires it like three seconds. It's yeah. like, it's like, rip. Zzz, okay, we're good. Like, mm-hmm. And there's one guy who's like, hey, I guess I should engage. And he jumps out of the van. With an Uzi that, yeah. that just doesn't work. Yeah. And so he's think, just standing. I think it was standing... a Mac, Mac 10, actually. Oh, okay. Well, he's just standing there in the Let middle of the... I'm sure that's going to be in there. In the, on the IM gun database. On, You'd be uh, surprised. I, Honestly, I am routinely surprised. Yeah, okay. But anyway, yeah, he his jams and yeah. he gets run over for The sure. reason they stole that car was because they were not going to shatter the windshield of that right. Corvette. The borrowed the Corvette for right. a day. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, they got away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Giovanni's just like, hey, you keep saving my daughter. This is so awesome. Yep. Um, then honestly, I don't know what the fuck happens for like the next like 20 minutes. Cause it's, like some more shit happens, but y- yeah, it seems like inconsequential. <laughs> like, um, there's, there's a, there's a stretch of this movie where it's just like, wait, what happened to all the, the shooting and the fun? Right. <laughs> um, um, I mean, I guess we could just skip ahead. Cause like there ends up being, oh, oh, right. So, I mean, there's some other bullshit that happens for like another 10 minutes or so or whatever, but Vinny, like, he gets pissed off at Quinn again for some reason, and, like, they have words, and, and I don't like you, and you don't like me, thing. And then, I guess he just gets angry one night, and it's like, well, I, you know, I've worked my way into this family, I'm, you know, lieutenant to the head mob boss of uh, L.A., so, uh, I don't know, it seems like a good night to go up there and rape his daughter. Yeah, so there was a bit where she and Quinn were out at dinner, and two cops come up and right. are like, hey, you gotta come with us. Which was them bringing him in so he could report to the chief what's going on. Right. And he was just I mean, like, he could just call the chief anytime right. on any phone that he happens to come across. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> Probably just so, send a carrier pigeon or something. Yeah. Like so he chose to have send fun instead and pummeled these two cops. Um, so he, he was. He seems like the kind of guy who would write a letter with the return address there and then not put enough postage on it. So it just comes back and they're like, <laughs> right. what's this letter now? <laughs> well, Giovanni's stupid enough yeah. to be like, hey, who sent this letter to the cops? Hey, you need to put more postage? I got more postage for you. I'll put it on there. Come on, you gotcha. motherfucker. It's called a forever stamp. You yeah. fucking it is goomba. a forever stamp in 94. <laughs> I know, but. So at some point, Quinn was just not at the house. It, it, he, well, he, no, because the next day after that, the cops come to Giovanni. Quinn, Quinn was there for the that that evening. He, yeah, he was, but not in the way that this movie is presenting it. Because it's a very, it's a closed room where she is on the bed just brushing her hair or whatever, and Vinny comes in. Well, he knocks on the door. He, okay, he, he he bangs on this door, demanding that she open it. Mm-hmm. This door is just like it's a kitchen it's, door. Yes, it's a it's a. Yeah. It yeah. is not lockable, period. No. So anyway, she pushes it open like, okay, you fucking idiot, get in here. And he's like, time to get raped, little girl, and proceeds to almost rape her for about four seconds until Jake comes in and pummels him. Mm-hmm. And then Giovanni comes in. Well, he's just like, something he's like, like you, better, you better hope Giovanni doesn't hear about yeah, this. Just wait. Oh, she, she says, like, just wait till my father hears about it. And he just comes swinging in the kitchen door. It's like, oh, he's already heard about it. <laughs> yeah. You motherfucker. You get out of my house. Oh, no, well, no, it's not you. you get out of my house. Yeah. He is literally strangling him. Yes. Yeah, Jake actually Quinn pulls him yeah, off. Pulls, yeah. pulls him off a little bit. Should have let him fucking strangle. Well, he's just like, you were like a son to me. Get the get out of my face. Like, you know, he's like, that's the only reason I'm not murdering you. I'm, even though I'm kind of murdering you right now. No one questions why Giovanni was so immediately aware of what was going on. Like, Well, didn't she start screaming? No, not really. Well, uh, Vinny was screaming though. He's like, I <laughs> maybe you. 
I like you. You <laughs> pay attention to me. Oh, oh, he was reading from Gilbert Godfrey's love letters. Okay, sonnets by Gilbert Godfrey. Hey, you, I love you. I mean, I mean, he was reading the incel playbook to her. Like, like I, I've been near you for seventeen years, and you have to like me because I like you. Yeah, I have a peanut, <laughs> and you have to touch it. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. That's, yeah. I think oh, that's how. It was. I, I'm pretty sure that's exactly Checks how. Out, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. Somehow he was magically there at his daughter's door, just after the Vincel is his name. Ten points to yeah. Anyway, right. Vinny gets ushered out of there, and he just immediately goes to. Oh, he's like he just shows up at, at Guzman's place. Yeah. Like, hey, I need to talk to Guzman. It's yeah. business, and they're like, oh, well, oh, business. Well, okay, let's, well, let's mm, take your tiny gun. <laughs> yeah, let's go talk business to Guzman. We'll, we'll leave you one tiny gun in your pants, but yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he just goes and he's like, That's eh, joke. Yeah. I got uh, I got some plans, and yeah, that's how we're gonna take everything over. Do some stuff, yeah. but. I'll be in charge of distribution or something. Mm. You got the muscle, and we'll take over this town. Yep. Was it the chief the next morning that comes to? Yeah, it's the next day. It's the next day. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, because it's the like, next day. A little bit confused with the timeline there. And and the chief, it, like the chief, is just there in the room with Giovanni and Quinn, and you're like, the, you're all blowing your cover. <laughs> this is bad. But the chief is just like, this guy beat up two cops, and we got a warrant. So right. you come with us and he's Jake is still fighting it like nah fuck you pigs and Giovanni's like just yeah, go with it go. just just it'll be fine just go so this is what gets Jake out of the way so that this plan can go into effect um, why they kept him all day I don't know but nice. yeah so basically Vinny is just like going to lead oh he's like I know the, I know the movements around the house I can yeah. get you in and he basically is like I can flip like half the squad anyway and they'll mm -hmm. just they'll just join up with us and almost like it was the plan all along which doesn't make any sense but yeah anyway they raid the compound oh yeah they basically right, run in there and like jump over it, the camera if they, if, yeah i was gonna say if they yeah that's the dumbest thing so like two guys do the like it's a shot you do if they there's some reason for them to be leaping down from somewhere but it's it's a big flat open sidewalk yep but they jump over the camera as they're going towards the door but yeah yeah they, they if if the people didn't turn they murder him otherwise they just they grab giovanni and like and and carla and like drag him outside and mm -hmm. they've already like hung up a, a rope a noose is yep. outside and uh put a moat crate there for him to stand on <laughs> and man giovanni's struggling throughout all this is real good oh yeah he is just like you motherfuckers i'm gonna kick you in the cock and <laughs> <laughs> he just does not stop motherfucking mm -mm. those guys no it's great um, so eventually the way they get him into the noose is that they threaten to kill her mm -hmm. and he's like, all right, fine. And gets into it, which they fucking hang him. Oh, he, yeah. He yeah, dies. Yeah. Um, I, I do like that. They rightfully. So there's a lot of things of this movie that it's like, when was this made? Cause you, you, at this point, yeah, as we said, like you would think that like phone tapping or, you know, some sort of espionage type things would be happening. That would be a part of this movie and his cover right. would get blown right but the only thing he says in this in his struggling besides motherfucker that is kind of smart is like you're not just declaring war on me you're just declaring you're, you're declaring war on the mafia like yeah detroit chicago new york they're they're all going to come for you like yeah. this is a your thing idiot. like this is, i'm a cog in the bigger machine here yeah. you know like it's not just me yeah 
but they're just but like, Vinny's just like, I don't care, yeah. your daughter, and she's mine, and touch my peener. Yes. <laughs> he has lost sight of... Yes, he... Yeah. His but, eye is no longer on the prize. Right. <laughs> but yeah, his his deal when they were, was like, you know, you can kill everyone except for who turns, except I get the girl. Don't mm-hmm. kill her. Don't touch her. Mm-hmm. And so, like, after, after Giovanni's uh, hanged? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then Guzman's like... I still got a beef with you, Vinny. Yeah. Because you killed my nephew. And he's like, no, no, it's like, him. He ah, ordered he it. He ordered like, I didn't. Whoa, he's hey. Like, well, you know, whatever. She's got to die. Yeah. And so he's he like. He should have just shot him in the fucking right. neck. But he's just like, boys. And then they all kill Guzman. Mm-hmm. Like right there. Yep. And I'm like, this is a weird end game that we're moving into. This doesn't quite make sense. Um, Yeah. But so they, they kidnap her and yeah, they little, leave. Now little man's like, I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. I'm a little guy, and I got all the things. And, and uh, yeah, Quinn comes back, and it's just like, oh, God, you're... Well, he finds him dead, yeah. hanging outside first, and then, like... Walks around the house. Calls and... it in, you know, whatever, and then, like, goes looking for her. Oh, no, he goes looking for her first, like... Yeah, she's... It's it's probably because he's not a very good actor. It, it's, it's very unclear if he actually has any feelings for her in this movie. Yes, it's unclear. I don't know. Because, <laughs> I mean, especially when the end, we're going to get to it in a minute, but, like, <laughs> he kind of sort of, like, is doing the like case the house and everything see if anything's still going on and starts calling her name before he gets up to her room and it just kind of gets up there and is like huh she's not here let me make a phone call with the mm-hmm. same cordless phone <laughs> yeah yeah Jeez. sent out a meat wagon because <laughs> giovanni's dead and so he didn't mention guzman be dead like i don't think they ever mentioned that guzman was dead out there too nope but uh anyway i'm but, not sure they knew exactly who, who guzman, or what yeah. guzman was they knew the name but I don't know if they knew him by his how he looked. Right. I don't know if they knew him. There, there's one more quick scene because we see um, Vinny like you know basically coming into the to the now lieutenants I guess that used to work for Guzman mm-hmm. and he's just like all right I'm in charge here we're, we're gonna do this and we're gonna first things first we're gonna double your salary and they're like yeah oh no that's that's after oh, is it a, okay. like one he's like ah you all want to work for me now and one guy's like yeah I have an objection yeah, and he's just like <laughs> blam <laughs> he's like who made you the boss and yeah. He's just like, I'll this tell you. gun, you yeah. dumb shit. Yeah, so he murders that one guy, and the rest of them are like, uh, and he's like, I just doubled all your salaries, and they're all just like, yay. <laughs> Was that up. guy making enough to double all our salaries since you killed too? him? <laughs> um, and he also recruits uh, not Ice-T and, and the lady. Lady, yeah. yeah. Shotgun lady. <laughs> just fall on Fox. Rosa, I think. <laughs> yeah. Cameron T. Yes. So... <laughs> But anyway, so they've been rec- and they're just there. Everyone's fine with this. It's like, I guess we work for this guy now. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so we get that quick thing. And then it's like Jake's off to gear up mm-hmm. and oil up. But he, put, he puts on <laughs> he his oils up first. Yeah, He oils up first. And then he puts on his tactical tank top and yes. then uh, tactical top. and then like checks a couple of grenades. And he's, he's he's literally got a murder case. Mm-hmm. You know, murder is the case. And um, it's just a bunch of pistols and a knife that he... And mm. He doesn't have any, like, big guns. It's just like, it's like, I've got... No, but where did he get that big gun that he ended the movie with? He had, he had that, too. Did he? That, that was propped up oh, okay. on the crate below. Okay. I don't know. Him. A lot of this movie's real dark. Like, it's hard to tell. Yeah. Uh. But anyway, like, he gears up and is like, all right, time to go in and murder. Um, mm-hmm. And so he does, and then well, the movie well, ends. well, yeah, he stalks around and does a lot of like silent kills first. There's one yes. really particular good one because there's all right. So there's this Frank Zappa dude just walking around on the roof, <laughs> and uh, he just like he just kind of walks up to him and goes and pushes him off. Mm-hmm. But then like there's there's one part where he's just like in the bushes, but like 
not at all concealed to us. No. Like, we, the audience, just see him, like, literally sitting there in this little, you know, like, cut between two bush plants or whatever, you know, like, <laughs> like and it's just like, it's he's just, just sitting a, there. A very well-lit hedge right. that there's a very obvious white dude sitting in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just comes out and, like, goes sleep to one guy, and another guy walks by, like, hey, what's going on? And then, like, does it get to another guy. He says to that guy, he's like, hey, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> and kills him, to which we were like, how can we call that by- that guy by name? And PJ said, <laughs> he just took a shot. Yeah, oh, that was, I, yeah, no, yeah. That, was, I, that was me. Yeah. Oh, well, he was playing the odds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got Italian henchman, just Joey. Yeah. <laughs> so, he goes inside the warehouse to where the finale of the movie will take place. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It's it's kind of weird because like he he quickly murders a couple dudes like um well he jumps up on a crate that yeah. is backlit with this red light while the smoke machine is going mm-hmm. and I'm like okay yeah <laughs> let's do this and so there are constant shots of dudes shooting at him and he's using his giant gun to shoot boxes like there's mm-hmm. no one near any of the things he's shooting but it's weird because like he did all this sneaking in bit like mm-hmm. he he, he dispatch he does the sleep move on like six different dudes outside yeah runs in immediately jumps on the crate and goes Vinny, i'm here <laughs> yes. you know like it's like why the fuck didn't you just lead with that like but Vinny, he, he chucks grenades for a while too well, Vinny says something like yeah i'll see you in hell and he's like hell's here yeah. <laughs> just starts <laughs> chucking grenades all over the place yeah which you know air ramps a couple of dudes yes behind, one then, guy gets really yeah. good air ramped but like you know like they're like so it's Vinny with captive carla and then uh, not Ice T and Rosa, the yes. shotgun lady from the yeah. beginning. Because Rosa all, pops out. Well, they're all just kind of hiding in the room at first, and so it's like he gets a chance to like individually take out all the henchmen, and mm-hmm. then like they come out, and yeah, Rosa just like immediately gets murdered. No, no, oh no, hold on, sorry, sorry, sorry. She yeah, pops yeah. out and is she, the yeah. only one who tags him because he gets shot right. in the arm. Sorry, yes, and he kind of looks at it and goes and pulls out the giant knife that he prepped up with and just chucks it at her. And right in the eye, and her she the actress has filled her mouth with blood, well or fake blood, fake blood. Yeah. so that when or she, real blood we weren't there. So yeah, when no. they cut to this shot, she just goes, and just blood goes everywhere, mm-hmm. and then she's dead with a knife in her eye. Yep, <laughs> it's a good look. It's a really good look. Yeah, it's it's a good death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so this is when she gets a great death, and she didn't deserve anything like. She wasn't menacing to anybody. No. She was yeah. just there. Yeah. But she got a. She didn't earn But a she great was the death. only one who tagged it. She was the only one who hit yeah. it. Also, I mean, you do all that. You have a slow motion blood burst eye, you know, knife to the eye. You mm-hmm. don't, like, have a one liner? I mean, come on. Yeah. This movie's not here yeah. for one liners. Like, you know, good I thing mean, your vision's still it's, sharp. It's like yeah. I was saying. Like, <laughs> when. A good one. Yeah. When, like, like, the chief is yelling at him, everything the chief says, you can basically predict i mm-hmm. mean he's just saying things like i'll take your badge away so fast your head will spin it's like yeah that's that's your template line you mm-hmm. need to put a better line in yeah, there throw a loose cannon in. yeah god which sake. god he was so close mm-hmm. on so many occasions well uh, giovanni at one point like says the classic i'll rip off your head <laughs> and then i'll shit in your in, neck in your neck <laughs> not down your not neck. down your neck in your neck <laughs> I mean, that's still not enough of a twist on the, no, on the line. No, but he reads it real oh, well. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, Great line neck. reads. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's dead. And then, like, not Ice-T is just like, Rosa, no. Yeah. And he's like, I will kill you with my bare hands. Mm-hmm. And, and Jake is, like, despite having him has a big gun rights point. with yep. a gun, he's just, like, immediately, like, yeah, all right. Yeah. And starts stripping down to, like, he, and the other thing is, like, he, he brought a bandolier for, I, 
I don't know what gun. Was it the big gun? It was a big gun. Yeah, that was a shotgun gun thing. Okay, yeah. whatever. But he never like actually used the bandolier except for like, I'm taking the bandolier off. Yeah, it was part of his And, and he's just like me like fight position pose. And then this dude, like, I don't know why, like he was wearing a robe. He was wearing a robe. <laughs> and then like, he's just like got one thing to take off because he's like been knelt, knelt down with Rosa. But he like takes the robe off and immediately is like size. <laughs> and it's like. Oh, so not really hand-to-hand combat at all, yeah, you no. asshole. It yeah. looked like an oversized duster, mm-hmm. but it also looked like a robe. It, it's a strange yeah. fashion choice. L.A. But, in the 90s was weird. But yeah, he, he <laughs> immediately gets the, the size kicked out of his hand, and then they fight for a bit more. Yeah. By the way, uh, the Rosa lady is the daughter of Casey Kasem. <laughs> b- b- what? Yeah. Huh. Yep. Huh. Was just uh, reading up on that. Okay. She uh, now owns a vape store. <laughs> In Beverly Hills. Is it vapey Kasem? <laughs> I was trying to get there. I was I was like trying to think of what it was. <laughs> America's top 40 ounces. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. here's some fun things. <laughs> oh man, anyway. she was in Acapulco Heat. Yeah. <laughs> Scooby Blue. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. You got me thinking all Casey. Anyway. Anyway. Uh so fighting the dude with the size. Um they go back and forth for a while. Cause like he gets a knife at some point and so he's also slicing and dicing him. I feel no, the knife fight was some dude in a bar. Oh, that's right. It was the yeah. guy in the bar. Some Shit. random dude in a bar. Yeah, because they yeah. killed the bartender at yeah. Bord Bardinos Bord, or whatever Bord, the name Bordellos. Bordellos. Yeah. Right. Boredom. Ba- bangles. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah. Yeah. So like he, he basically just like kicks this dude to death and then like walks up and snaps his neck. Yes. And so it's like it's just it's Vinny, him and Carla is all that left. And of mm-hmm. course Vinny being the little putz that he is, grabs her by the neck and is like dragging her out and is like, I'll kill her. Yeah. I'll kill her. And he like pushes her out the door and is like run and then shoots her in the back. Well he says well Qu- Quinn takes an, an odd tact here as he's like mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, go ahead and shoot her because, you know, yeah. either you let her go and I kill you or you kill her and I kill you. Once again, your choice. Not quite clear if he likes this girl. Or exactly. Not. <laughs> and it's like, uh, that's a weird ultimatum to make to this guy. Right. Because Vinny's like, OK. Yeah. And he just like, yeah, he throws her out on the loading dock and shoots her. And it's and she just immediately goes limp. And it's like, oh, she dead. Yeah. And then his reaction is not to go check on her at all because Vinny is like, run out and immediately got in a car and is like peeling out mm-hmm. and it's so weird the shot is like it's from the loading dock mm-hmm. looking at her dead body so we see Quinn go whoop and like not go anywhere towards her and just goes out the front door yeah and then just like gets in front of his car with his magic shotgun and shoots the car until it hits a ramp and he shoots a headlight first right. and you're like that's it and then he shoots the car to death because he yeah. shoots it it hits another car and ramps and explodes yeah, it lands on its hood and yeah. then then he goes over to her finally to check on her and like shakes her a little bit and is like you gonna be okay and it's like no she's dead like she's not moving and then she's just like oh yeah you saved my life again it's like wait what she, so he, yeah he checks on her like are you all right she doesn't say anything and she doesn't move and he just kind of scoops her up like well she's dead better carry her to the morgue and then she's like oh you and it's like wait what she's alive <laughs> she, both her lungs are yeah. but, no but yeah like the second to last shot is him cradling her and walking away in the actual bodyguard <laughs> thing yes <laughs> Which, yeah we all like pretty much simultaneously pretty much started. yeah and 
and then we're back in the chief's office because he made a deal with the chief that mm-hmm. if he does this, he gets his shield back. The and, DA lady's there for some reason. Right. I don't know why. But. Yeah. And he's just like, give me my badge. And he's like, all and right. And she's like, one little screw up and you're... Yeah, if you fail to play by the rules, you're out of here. And he's like, you know what? Keep the badge. Slap, save it down. He's like, yeah. He's and, like, what? Yeah. And then he's like, I don't like these rules. This has brought me nothing but trouble. And he's like, yeah. what are you going to go back to being a bouncer? And he's like, no, I got a better job. Oh, I'm a bodyguard. <laughs> and then he just he gets in the car with her. Yeah, and they drive and up. they drive down the street and it's just like, we need to renegotiate my contract. And she's like, Okay, you work for me twenty four seven and then no raise. And he's like, No raise, that's and then just fades out. It's like it's just the lamest last bit of dialogue. It's just like no raise. And then the softest, most like zen like music plays over the credits. It's just like it's just some peaceful like Enjoy LA Wars. Yeah, rewind your tape now. It's nothing to see here. Be kind. Rewind. A M S Wars. Yeah. Yeah, the LA Wars is over. Yeah, it's over. Yep. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, Carrie Kasem's Beverly Hills vape shop is closed. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, no. R.I.P. It's up in smoke? Yes. <laughs> no, up in smoke is down the street. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll update IMDb then. <laughs> Wait, that was actually in her IMDb? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's how I got to all this information. What? I, I know. thought you just were like, oh, yeah, I don't know. This movie. No, that's part of the hot trivia. <laughs> hot trivia. Yeah. So anyway. This movie's over. Uh, L.A. Wars. Um, La Wars. Three jocks hmm. is what I give this. Okay. I I was prepped to give it four had the finale really been something, but the finale was kind of so disjointed. It This movie starts strong because it's just fucking violent chaos. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, so when I, when I found this movie, it was... There's a three-minute trailer for it on YouTube, and I started watching it, and there were so many stunts in the first minute of this three-minute trailer, I hit stop, and it was like, fuck, that's the movie. That's it right there. This is going to be the thing. So it starts strong, but then doesn't end as well as it started. So I, I, I can't... I was at three the whole time, and I was like, man, if this really goes crazy in the end i'll give it four but Mm -hmm. i this movie has energy it's like i said it's it's a very standard script um but at least the filmmakers were like pretty much at all times somebody has to be getting shot (laughs) (laughs) or dudes are jumping off a bar or you know nine minutes i need a gunshot (laughs) that ends in murder (laughs) or giovanni's gonna be yelling or Vinny's gonna be a shit or just there has to be something happening almost all the time and except for that except for the romance stretches which i guess are important for the story no uh (laughs) it's it's a lot of that it's just let's just have montages of dudes getting wrecked and i my only real like quote-unquote logic flaw with this movie is that the da was just so up in arms about this but like not one innocent person in this entire movie got shot or hurt it was all bad guys yeah like it was just all bad guys getting wrecked and it should be just like let them kill each other Mm mm-hmm why are you so up in Let arms about this? Fight. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so anyway, three jocks. It's fun. It's goofy. Um, and you can have a lot of fun with your friends watching it. Hmm. Um, well, early on, I, I had in my head that it was a two jocks movie. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm not going to change that because much like this movie, I don't like improv- improvisation. <laughs> so okay. I'm sticking to my original script and giving it two jocks. All right. I feel like. I feel like they should should have just leaned into being a bad movie just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like I mean it's it's 
it's ones like this where it's just it's so paint by numbers. It's not to say it's bad because it's actually semi competently made. Um, there is some bad acting all over this, especially just random dudes that like, hey, we need to fight now because right. we didn't even really talk about. It. There's a scene where there's like there's three dudes in the bar where he works, and mm-hmm. the guys like outside like, hey, these guys are causing trouble. And oh one, right, and one guy's drunk <laughs> and is just like, serve me another one, bartender. <laughs> and so he's like, come on, buddy, you got to leave. And that guy's like, fuck you. And then like he he starts to do that, and like the other two guys jump in because they were friends of him, and they're all stumbly drunk too. Mm-hmm. And so he basically like roundhouse kicks them all and sh- throws them out the door. And it's like that was all the customers in the entire place. Yeah. And so, then he immediately goes outside, yeah. <laughs> right where he threw those dudes out. Right, but it's, yeah, it, it's just there's a couple of, like weird, silly things. It's just, but that's what I mean. It's just yeah. every scene is just like we got to Okay, now three, you're gonna get jumped by three dudes here. Let's let's do yeah. this. But the fact that like the 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 ending is kind of a kind of a wet fart compared to some of the other ones, sure. and I don't know. I mean, I feel like I feel like if you don't stick the ending in these kind of movies, it, it really detracts from them because yeah anything we've ever rated like four and five jocks it's like they have something in the end and it's just like oh fuck yeah like yes finally the ending it, that's what we needed like big giant explosion and mm-hmm. there's there's just none of that in this this is so paint by numbers it's like it's fine and it's yeah. there was it's, no release yeah there's yeah i mean just, Vinny goes out gruesomely but almost like easily yeah like he just shotguns the car and that's it like he should oh like, yeah with the he, car explosion he should have walked over how Vinny died. yeah he should have walked over and Vinny crawls out all crispy and you know it's just like i'll still get you and then you know shotgun to the face Take your mother to suck cocks in hell right. exactly um i can go with three jocks though okay. uh i think the the transfer that we that we watched didn't do it any favors um because it's very dark it is um, and VHS is as, as far as this movie got, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really tough to shoot dark, to shoot night scenes when you're not an experienced film crew with enough money to make it look good. So right. I'm starting to dial back my hate on that a little bit, mm-hmm. especially since we've watched a lot more VHS movies uh, in the last couple of years. But um, that may be... Aside from kind of a milk toast plot, that might be my biggest complaint is the transfer was really not good. Like it's a it's a three jocks movie. It's solid. Everybody you can tell is trying their best. They're not always good, mm-hmm. but they're doing their level best, and it pays off in a lot of ways. Like Giovanni is great. Mm-hmm. I love like the energy of that guy. He is committed to his character. It really reminds me of uh, Henry Winkler playing anything he plays modern day. Right. Like uh, his work in Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. And um, what's the other thing that he's, he's Arrested in? Development. He was Arrested on, Development. He was on yeah. Barry. Um, yeah. Anything that it reminds me so much of anything that Henry Winkler is doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see more of that guy. Uh, Vinny was great. Yep. Like Vinny is playing that character exactly as he is intended he is he's a weasley piece of shit he's a weasley piece of shit and he is acting at a level that honestly this movie doesn't deserve like he's got the physical acting down for when he's furious and weird and yeah his character is a like a big shit but um (laughs) he plays it really well and i found myself like just really enjoying Vinny being Vinny before he got all rapey um yeah Thankfully, that scene lasted literally four seconds. Right, right. 
<laughs> before Henry Winkler runs in screaming, <laughs> I heard it! He, your father heard it! I'm going to beat you to death with your own penis! Uh, no, that wouldn't do any damage. <laughs> <laughs> death by a thousand pricks. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. uh, four jocks movie, um, and no Stargrove on this one because there was four or three, three. Okay, did I say four? You did. Okay, I, I meant three. Okay. Um, yeah, three was- jocks movie, no Stargrove on this. I was yeah. thinking. I think it must have been thinking Stargrove and said four for uh-huh. some reason. Sure. Um, I don't know that we have anything else for it then. No, I mean it's fine. It, Mackie it's gives good. it nine jocks. Yeah, Mackie loved yeah. it. Silent Mackie. <laughs> Let's take a break, shall we? Okie dokie. Right, welcome back. Hey, Bamcast. Bamcast. We're, we're going to try something new for the second half. Uh, is that, we're going to talk that, about movies? In that BJ's seen the newest movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? And that I've seen a movie. A, a movie. Uh, except for the first half movie. Mm-hmm. So what you got? Yeah, tell us your movie. Uh, I saw Pet Cemetery. Mm. Oh, you're getting into these spooky movies, huh? <laughs> yeah, spooky movies. It's, it's what the girlfriend likes, so I go see them. She's like, I want to see the movie. Did you, did you pee your pants a little? <laughs> Uh no, it Pet Cemetery wasn't that scary. Oh. It was a little bit scary at a at a couple spots, but it I'd say it's more spooky. Oh. Um there's some definite creepiness to it, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Maybe I like maybe horror movies don't affect me that much. Maybe it's just not a good one. I don't, I don't know. Most movies most good. horror movies don't have scary in them like menace they just don't have the, it's just a overall yeah. vibe of just like yeah do, do y'all remember the one that like, i thought was actually scary the the one with the like the the like charcoal drawing the dark charcoal drawing with the uh, red conjuring? stuff uh is the one where they have to like go into the dream like oh that sounds like the world, first but. insidious right? insidious yeah. yeah that one that one was scary okay. it is yes yeah i agree scary fucking movie same guy just the wrong movie yep yeah um, because I like Sinister. That one was pretty good. That that one was surprisingly Sinister's good. Sinister's good too. It's surprisingly good. Yeah, but Pet Cemetery not not super scary. It's okay. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know any anything about the original, so I can't compare it. You never saw uh, the original movie, or never read the book, or yes, both? both. Yes. Okay. Um. So I have no idea what like the change was. Um. But the cat was really good. I thought the cat was really really excellent. Um. Good cat. Well, like cats are are. Was it a top top cat? Yes, it was a top cat. Top cat. Um, it kind of looked like a Maine Coon, which you know, fitting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> can't get that from here. Um, John Lithgow is in this movie for he some is? reason. Mm-hmm. I I don't know why instead, they instead of uh Fred Quinn. Correct, because he's dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why they, they should have put him in. The... <laughs> I don't no. know. <laughs> oh dear God! <laughs> Sometimes they come back. Sometimes they're not right. Stop it! <laughs> just whenever, just whenever you're done. I'm done. Are you sure? No, I didn't think so. 
I'm really not sure why they why they bothered with John Lithgow. I mean, I like John Lithgow fine, and he's okay in this. His accent. What? He needs to eat. Well, yeah, but they don't have to just like, oh, John. I'm sure he's getting plenty of residuals from Third Rock from the Sun. No, you're shaking your head. No shows don't rerun anywhere. They have to air somewhere to get residuals. I'm sure it's airing on like UPN six somewhere (laughs) a hundred times a day. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. um, His accents all over the place. The Mm. main character dude's accent is also kind of all over the place. But other than that, it's fine. I'm still trying to figure out why we we decided main character guy is a guy we want to keep putting in movies. (laughs) Well, because movies need main characters. Well, I just feel like that dude is like, he reminds me of like... Oh, the actor. Yeah, like Miles O'Brien Light. (laughs) I don't know. He's pretty milquetoast. That's what I mean. It's just like he's like got a weird face and it's like, who who said you should be in a movie? Oh, Jason Clark. Yeah. 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 I don't know. He's fine other than his accent. Okay. Um, they make some real dumb, like people do stupid shit in this movie, which is what has to happen for a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the subplot about the wife is actually more interesting than the rest of it. Like that's probably the scarier part. Is and her sister? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that, that was the creepiest yeah, part. That, of that. I was gonna say, like, I still, I still open doors expecting to. Yeah. See Zelda. Yeah. And uh, not not the princess. Yeah. yeah. Like still. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. It's it's bad. It's, it's Do you been... just not open any doors anymore? No, I keep all doors open. Yeah. I'd rather have criminals and uh, you know stuff murderers come in, actual murderers come in <laughs> than, right. than possibly see a, you know, mm-hmm. uh what she had meningitis lady. Yeah. yeah. Is that Sp- what spinal it was? spinal yeah. meningitis, yeah. Uh, but yeah. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe horror movies aren't as bad on me as I thought, or maybe I'm just not seeing the right horror movies, like Insidious. Maybe, maybe I, I just need to find those that are that are Insidious type I, I, and stay think, away from those. Well, I mean, Chuck's obviously seen a ton more horror All movies than me, but uh, I was gonna say like you should pick, like let us both tell you ones that actually affected us, and then. Just, then I can not watch. Them. We'll just start. No, I'm saying like start there and then like just watch one and be like, if you got that, you got anything. Because mm-hmm. I'm saying we're like slightly grizzled. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Grizzled. <laughs> yeah, you look it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, I'm weird. I I, I watched I, I watched horror movies about cabins and woods while I was in a cabin in the woods by myself. That's when you do it. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a real good one. Well, I know. I mean, I'm, just, I, 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 oh, I'm, oh, I'm saying watched... I watched in other horror movies about things that happen in cabins and woods, besides the cabin in the woods. Yeah, I, but I did watch that as well. But Good. I'm saying, but I I watch these things by myself because I'm like, whatever. Yeah, bring it on. Right, Jesus, take the wheel. Did you watch Bring It On? Uh, no. Okay, I didn't. <laughs> you should. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, cheerleaders. Is that it? That's all you got about Pet Cemetery? Yeah. I okay. Don't, I don't have any more to say about it. All right. Well, I'm going to open a can of worms that we probably shouldn't be opening again. But we were having a discussion last week about... Um, what? Did we ever have it? Did we have it on the podcast? Did we discuss the Star Wars? That was you and me in the car. Right. Yeah. We never talked about it last week. Cause I know, all right. So, I mean, as you know, the trailer for episode nine has dropped. So. Yeah. That, that happened after last week. And show. plus Discord. There was a lot of... Yes. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm having trouble remembering where conversations has not been on this podcast happened recently yeah. so we're retreading some ground but I've, I've got some new thoughts because 
new trailer dropped. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't think we really want to talk about trailers because whatever. It's a good trailer. It's a good trailer. Gets you hype. Um, the Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Go see it. However, uh, in this discussion, there was some talks about the uh, Star Wars stories movies. Mm-hmm. Rogue One and Solo in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh I had not watched either one besides the one time I saw them in the theater. So I was like, I should rewatch those because I've seen pretty much all the other ones multiple times. So I should rewatch these just to solidify an opinion. Okay. Um, I watched them in movie order. So I watched Solo first, mm-hmm. um, just in timeline. Uh, I don't understand why people say they don't like that movie. Solo, I still think think is ninety five percent absolutely awesome. I still think you could wipe L three from that entire movie, and it would be a better movie for it. Nah. Okay. I agree with about ninety five percent awesome. Yeah. I just, I mean, like every three is okay. Everything, everything about L three is like, if there's anything that that was left behind that doesn't feel like Ron Howard, it's that, it's that whole thing, and that meta thing i don't i don't even know how to describe it but it's so like lord and miller you know like not doesn't belong in star wars like we're gonna flip star wars on its head and it's like that's why you got fired by not just playing by the disney rules like you were trying to turn star wars into something wacky i feel like and the whole l3 thing is like we briefly got into this conversation in the car about what you know droids having pain receptors like in Jabba's palace when they're burning the feet of the gonk droid it's like yeah why would you put pain receptors in a fucking robot Mm -hmm. so like everything about that character is like feels like a comic book shop discussion that they were like what if we actually put that in the movie and it's it's just fucking stupid i don't i don't have any problem this is not a i don't have a problem with the voice actress whoever did that you know what i mean it's like i'm not female hating or anything like that it's just that character is fucking stupid like almost every line that comes out of it is out of its mouth is stupid okay um I don't necessarily like on second viewing. I don't hate the robot rebellion thing as much if she wasn't yelling things that are not Star Warsy. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, like I, I mean, it's it's like it's like it, I was just about to try to get into that. Yeah, um, and address two problems in one. Uh, L three and K two S O are both cut from the same sort of cloth. Yeah, um, in that. They don't feel like Star Wars robots. No. That's the problem that I have with them is, and it's not anything else other than they don't sound or move like Star Wars robots. Like, and Like BB-8 is a perfect example of a Star Wars robot. It's yes. cute it, and it sells toys, but it's not annoying. You know, it doesn't do anything that's like, oh, well, that's, un, you know, that's not, yeah. you know, a power you've never previously displayed. Well, Well, I mean, R2 was constantly coming up with, you know, shit that you'd never seen R2 do before. It's like suddenly he has jetpacks and, you know, dumb shit. I mean, even in the the original trilogy, like, you know, launching the lightsaber out of his head and, you know, random gadgets coming up. To be fair, that that was kind of built up, though. I'm saying, like, because he had his little, like, you know, uh, periscope thing in the swamp. So I'm pretty sure they just took that out and, like, Mm -hmm. all right, right, crank the screw up or the spring up and... But Lights are what? I don't care about that. Exactly. That's that's fine. Um, I just there's something about the way about the speech patterns and about sure. the like the movements that just don't feel like Star Wars era droids. Mm-hmm. And like all the other droids around them 
are right and then you compare it with like anthony daniels who has this sort of stunted like i am doing robot voice syncopated robot voice in the same you know in the same era and i know he's an old old robot at this point but it still feels really weird to have a robot who has a very, very, very human speech pattern in right. a Star Wars universe. And that's like my Star Wars nerdiest bitch of this year. Yeah. And I think I'm but done with that point. Now. My point is, I think Solo is awesome. I, I start to finish taking out L3. I like everything else about that movie. Mm-hmm. There is there is a point where Chewbacca is res- wrecking dudes. And that is fucking awesome because mm-hmm. we've seen him like, you know, wield a bowcaster if we're going down the dirty route. I know that. That's what he has, uh-huh. you know, and things like that. So we've seen him shoot dudes, but like very rarely have we seen him just like he literally pile drives. A, I don't think it was a stormtrooper, but like something like a stormtrooper, like an authoritarian figure literally picks him up upside down, uh, you know, dead. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying like Solo is awesome. And I do not understand the criticisms on that movie, honestly, at all. Like here, here right, here's the thing. So this, this has got to transition transition slightly into. I've, everyone was kind of complaining about Solo doing prequelitis things where it's like, oh, we've got to explain this. I Because it's so inconsequential, the how he gets his last name bit, I don't even, I, it barely even registered as a thing to me that mattered the first viewing. It was just like, oh, okay, whatever. So you explain that. That's kind of dumb, but whatever. Don't care. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Everything else about it is sort of, it's not Easter eggs because it's right in your face, but it's like nothing else that happens that's like if you have other outside star wars knowledge nothing hinges on the you need previous knowledge for this to make sense it's like there are the dice you know that explain why he had hanging gold dice in the million falcon there's lando doing this lando you know him winning it in a card game all of these things like that they work in the plot of the movie it's not like they go like ah you know what we meant here because we're showing you this thing and and we had to explain how it happens like everything works in in service of the plot which t- ties me into, I then went to watch Rogue One afterwards. The problem with Rogue One to me is it it has, we've got to make references to other things that don't work in service of the movie as a standalone. Like, especially, and, and this is the weirdest one for me, um, I will say I've watched some of Rebels, the cartoon, never really, I couldn't get into the Clone Wars. The animation style was just too funky and weird that I, I, I know that's sacrilege to a lot of people that love that, but the, char- the character of Saw Gerrera mm-hmm. is a fucking asshole. I fucking hate Saw Gerrera in that movie. And I know for people that watch The Clone Wars, he's apparently awesome. Mm-hmm. And so, like, to me, it seems like, okay, you're, you've made this guy unlikable, and yet you've made him a linchpin character that it's very important to understand who he is and what he's about in this movie. They give you no context, except he turns into a fucking asshole off screen. And so it's like, his whole, like... That's why I kind of thought that that character was useless. Like, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You could wipe that entire bit of the movie. There's That's that's my problem with Rogue One is there's so many things you could just be like, well, you could cut that and because it, it served no purpose. And you could cut that because it actually served no purpose. And so you're down to like a 30-minute episode of Star Wars TV. I mean, that, that's, that's my problem ultimately with Rogue One is it's just like they go off on side adventures that's like, like I said, I like The Last Jedi overall, but that whole movie feels like the casino planet, not in terms of like episode one CG stuff, but it's like everything they do. It's like, well, that was fucking useless. Why would you go there? Why would you do this? You know, like everything about the plot of that movie. And I 
I still don't dislike Rogue One because I feel like it's got some cool visuals and I do like some of the characters. But like when, when we see Saw Gerrera in the beginning of that movie, it's like, oh, he's cool and he's a friend of this guy and he's going to rescue her. And then like it's cut to 15 years later or whatever it is. And it's like, no, he's a fucking asshole. Even the rebels like fucking hate him. And they he tortures this dude for like practically no reason. And, and then it's just like, oh, well, I guess it's my time to die. And it's like, what? <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's weird because it's like you're supposed to care because they've introduced this character elsewhere in extended universe stuff. Mm-hmm. And your your introduction into the into the movie does previous fans of the character no good because like they've just turned him into an asshole. And I, I don't know. I just I don't get it. Like it, it that's that to me is just Rogue One in a nutshell where it's like it's a whole bunch of like, well, you could cut that and still the plot could continue. So. Like, like I said, it, it's not to say that like some of it isn't cool to watch, whatever. But it's like, it's just like, yeah. Now we go over here and we we collected these people, and now we went over here and we collected these people, and then they're all gonna come together and party at the end. <laughs> or, or and uh, oh, by yeah, that, party, and by that I mean die. Party. They go to the space farm. <laughs> yeah. So I like I said, it's right. just like uh, to me, like everything in Solo was like, here's a thing that if you watch this, it will mean something deeper, but. Otherwise, in the service of this movie, it's just like, and it's gone. You know, it's like, it's just sort of like, did you catch that? All right, if you did, cool, we're moving on. Like, nothing like, you know, hinges on understanding something from another movie to enjoy the plot of that movie on its own. Mm-hmm. And that's, that to me is what a good movie is. Like, unless it's a direct sequel, like Infinity War to Endgame, like, who would go see Endgame that hadn't seen Infinity War? Like, that that would be stupid. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> there will be people. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> I, like, you know, there'll be someone sitting behind me, like, Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. It's <laughs> Chappie. <laughs> that's Chappie. Yes. I'll just turn around. I, I swear to God, I will turn around and do that. If I hear someone say who's that to anyone, I'll just be like, that's Chappie. <laughs> yeah. This man at the movie theater said that it was Chappie. I don't know who that is. Maybe yeah. he's an Avenger. But that's it. Like I said, I, I don't want to like stir the Star Wars pot. I just like, I, I get every criticism about Rogue One that I've heard. I do not understand it about Solo at all. Like Solo, I just feel like I don't, I don't know. It's wrong time. Like I feel like no one watched it. People like were predestined to hate it for whatever reason. It was Last Jedi hate yeah. that made people say "fuck you, Star Wars," and then they released a good Star Wars movie, and people were like, "Oh well, I probably should have seen that." Yeah. Um, but let me jump off your Rogue One talk. Okay, if you were done. Um, yeah. I mean, other than like, I, I'm just I'm angry that like all of that happened and played out the way it was because mm-hmm. I feel like Star Wars stories were going to be our way to get stuff that wasn't tied to the Skywalker story. Right. And that's what everybody fucking wants at this point. Like when episode nine wraps, they've already said like, we're not working on any more movies mm-hmm. for now. We're going to focus on the TV show stuff, I guess. Although they said today that they're developing a Knights of the old Republic movie movie. Okay, so they've reversed that already. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying like you have to do something that's not Skywalker story related yes. at all. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I, I don't feel like the, the, you know, the crews of angry Star Wars nerds with these lightsabers and pitchforks will let a Ryan Johnson trilogy happen. Mm-hmm. But some, I mean, I, I'm fine with like booting up a new trilogy that has nothing to do with anything we've seen may not even need to have a lightsaber in it. Like I literally would watch a movie about, you know, Fuck Tamaron or like it's over there with his. Oh yeah, like, fuck Tamaron. He's my favorite. <laughs> Poe Tamaron. No, I, oh, fuck no, Tamaron. He's his brother. It's his yeah, yeah. second cousin. Yeah. Third cousin. Fuck Tamaron. Fuck Tamaron. <laughs> it's just like I don't know. 
I, we can watch bounty hunter movies. We can watch. I mean, there's so many things that happen in that universe that we don't have to do the same shit over and over again. Okay, so here's my pitch, okay. and I know this is related to the Skywalker universe, mm-hmm. but, um, <laughs> like if I was talking about Star Wars TV shows, because uh, they're doing the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. and that's going to have Billy D in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. I think so, isn't it? Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers plays a guy. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Oh, right. Billy D's in the new movie. Yeah. Billy D's in the new movie. Carl Weathers. Yeah. I'm getting my get my hams crossed here, um, <laughs> but um, so anyhow, um, <laughs> what I was thinking is I would like to have a Billy D. So the Adventures of Lando Calrissian, where Billy D's running a like a cantina somewhere in a outer rim planet somewhere. You want the Young Indiana Jones adventure with old Billy D. Starting to tell your story, story. and then we get to watch it, right? Yes. Yes, that's exactly (laughs) what I want. That'd be fucking Um, awesome. And I I agree with you, because Solo sets it up where he's just, at every Sabak Sabak table, he's just bullshitting his way through whatever story. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But I want, so I want, I want Billy D in the, in the cantina, and the first episode starts off with him like, hey, did I ever tell you about the time (laughs) that I stole Caraxian with General Solo? Oh, can we put it on Fox and have Seth Seth MacFarlane produce it? Hey, this reminds me of the time that I stole this. (laughs) That's bad. (laughs) No. Um, But then they're like, Lando, we've heard that one a thousand times. Tell us a different story. And then he tells a story and all the flashbacks are with with Donald Glover as, as young Lando. I, I would allow that as long as he agrees to be the snake, uh, the not the snake person, the Jack Burton of it. Like, I want Lando to never do anything right and someone else saves his ass every oh, time. Yeah, yeah. That would be amazing. Like, he's just like a complete look, fuck I know, up. I, I that... know some people right now are fuming that we're like trying to turn Lando to like a nothing, but honestly, it's kind of always been there. Just like fucking Boba Fett. He was a useless piece of shit, too, who got beat by a malfunctioning jetpack. Yeah. Yep. So well, I mean, cool ass fell into the sarlacc. Actually, kind of stupid. Lando Fuck has yeah. like, <laughs> Lando saved the day once, mm-hmm. right? Did he? When? I mean, he blew up the Death Star, I guess. But, yeah. You know, yeah. That's, I mean, just, <laughs> just, blew, just blew up the second Death Star in BD. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, okay. To be fair. To be fair, if we're counting that, um, someone has a theory that that Han Solo is actually kind of a shitty pilot, and that Chewbacca is the awesome one. Plus the the now droid that's downloaded into the computer um so by that fo- by that token maybe Nian Num was actually the awesome guy who blew up the Death Star <laughs> fine yeah. that's that's entirely sure. possible I just that old pancake face hey old pancake face how <laughs> are you doing <laughs> <laughs> um I'm working on my Billy D impression yeah uh workshop it same but I, yeah so yeah. there's a co-pilot. but yeah I hey. I would think that it's hilarious that you know or like he tells he starts to tell half of the story and somebody else comes in is like lando you old so-and-so that's not how it went let me tell you how it really went and it's I, just I like a series that. of clue to be fair jack burton, burton fair. did do some things like he he, he wasn't completely useless but he's not the star of the movie no but he did knife lopan in the sure. face at the end of that movie i mean he did do something right so i'm saying like as long as most of the stories end up with like someone having to save Lando's ass, I think that would be an amazing. Yeah, yeah. Thing. Call me Disney. I'm available. <laughs> Call me Disney. The Young Lando Adventures. Hmm. Call me Disney, baby. Created by George Lucas. Ooh. 
created by me. I created it. You're me. right. You're right. It's you. I'm the Star War. You are. I don't. Just, I, I just don't think. I, I think Billy Dee's obviously not busy. You could get him. <laughs> right. I just don't think you're going to get Donald Glover to commit to that. So now can I jump in off your Rogue One talk? You done talking about Rogue One? Now? Yeah, I'm done talking about Rogue okay, One. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, so I watched another Gareth Edwards movie. Uh, re- like you rewatched a Gareth oh, Edwards sure, movie. Sure. Uh, I've been plowing through all the Godzilla movies, mm. and it was time to rewatch uh, Godzilla. Oh, no. From 2014. There goes Tokyo. I We all had words with that movie uh, when it came out. I remember very specifically hammering that movie a bit for some of its bullshit. Uh, oh, this that was the Godzilla where we didn't see any monsters for an hour. Yes. Yeah. Um, on a second watch, that is even more infuriating. That uh, I understand slow build, and you don't want to show the thing, and all of that. But when you are building to a scene halfway through your film where two monsters are about to fight, and you do a reveal starting at the feet, panning all the way up, and you show the full monster in shot, and it roars, and it's time to fight, and then you cut away from that. Fuck you. Like, Isn't that where they cut to like the train? No, They cut to the, the, the blandy everyman guy in the movie. His kid is watching the news coverage on TV oh, in the yeah. background, and you just see various shots of the monster fight with the kid reaction like, Mom, dinosaurs. You know, that's it. That's all you see. Fuck you. <laughs> I I mean, doesn't that movie also have the, the thing where, spoiler alert for a however many year old movie, um, where five, it's five years old. Godzilla like grabs mm-hmm. another monster by the mouth and yes, atomic breaths that's through the, the monster. That's the like, finale of yeah. the movie. Yeah. Which is, how, which is fucking great. It's awesome. How do you go from, uh, how do you? Uh, I don't know. Look, the last 20 minutes of that movie are great. Like, when that movie settles down and, and starts doing Godzilla shit, it's great. Um, you better settle down and stop doing <laughs> Godzilla shit, or you're out of this family. The first hour of that movie at least has Brian Cranston acting the shit out of his role. Yes. For I was thinking, like, you listen to your Mothra. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mothra. Why'd you say that name? <laughs> I really hope that's in King of the Monsters. <laughs> you also had a moth. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know that name? Um, but yeah, it, it's just it, man. It just it still leaps and bounds better than the first American Godzilla movie. But uh, God, it's just the the con- I understand. Like if you're if you're going the Jaws route and you don't want to show the thing, I get that. And I understand like you don't want to just give it all away halfway through your movie whatever but when you do the entire reveal of your money shot your special effect this is the thing you spent all the money on and then and then don't show it it doesn't make any sense it's that's that's the director trolling the audience and that's that's hot bullshit so anyway Mm -hmm. um then i went ahead and watched the uh the japanese uh, Shin Godzilla, which came out a couple years after that, which was an official, like, Toho made another Godzilla movie. Um, that movie is weird and great in a way that Japanese Godzilla movies have not been in quite a while. Um, it complete, completely erases the entire history. Like, there's no... The, Godzilla's never existed before 2016 or whenever this movie takes place. It's just... Okay. there's a There's an incident, and all of a sudden... There's this weird floppy embryo monster smashing Tokyo. 
it's like it's not just here's Godzilla. It's like Godzilla is evolving while it's smashing everything in Tokyo. And it's just it's just a thing. It's a disaster that Japan has to deal with. Godzilla is not a character. It's not you're not sympathetic okay. with Godzilla. It's it's just it's an it's it's the nuclear. So it's it's like a metaphor for the, panic. Yes, Godzilla, it's the yeah. it's the nuclear plant melting down. It's it's yeah. that stuff. And and this is just whereas the American Godzilla movies have kind of reimagined Godzilla as like this natural defender of the earth. And like when shit goes real, Godzilla shows up to restore balance. The Japanese are still making Godzilla movies where they are just like, we fucking suck as a country and we deserve to be destroyed. (laughs) Like we have, we just can't get our shit together. And I guess this is going to happen to us. And it's such a stark contrast. It's, it's really interesting. So that movie is almost like, well, I don't, I don't know if it's that or this is what the atomic age hath wrought on Japan twice now. Sure. But like like the original Godzilla, the 50s Godzilla, I mean, it is it is very much we did this to ourselves like we deserve this. This is happening to us and we shouldn't have done this like but I guess this is our punishment. This that's how these movies feel. And this one is basically just like it's constant political turmoil of people trying to decide how to deal with whatever the hell this is and just not being able to cut through the red tape and the bullshit to be able to do it. And it's so realistic and it's like we can't call the military to fight it because it's not an invading army and because we are bound by these treaties from World War II, we can't do something without like the UN voicing approval and it's just it's a fascinating huh. bureaucratic nightmare that this movie and it's it's unlike any Godzilla movie that's ever existed. It's fascinating. I would love to hear somebody who knows more about Japanese politics talk about what that sort of means yeah. in context. Yeah, I mean it is <laughs> the one thing I'll say about it is that all stages of the Godzilla monster in this look fucking goofy as shit. Like, <laughs> like I, at one point it's just got big googly eyes and it's just like, it's, it's like they just created a model and someone as a goof put googly eyes on it. And so there's just a big floppy googly eyed monster thrashing around in Tokyo, murdering everything. And it's just like, am I, am I taking this serious? Is this a spoof? Like what's happening? So it's just, I, I there, but there's probably an evolutional explanation for it in that that's how whatever lizard, you know, embryos look like when they first flop out or whatever the hell, you know, it's just I don't know. It, it's fascinating you know, on both good and bad levels and, and people should watch it um, and you can jump right into it because it, it requires no Godzilla knowledge whatsoever. It, it's Perfect. just completely a 100 percent reboot. Um I watched that. Cool. Yeah. Did you have you you haven't made it to the Godzilla animes yet? No, I had to stop because I realized I was about to watch animes. <laughs> <laughs> what happened was I got onto Netflix to do that and then realized, oh, here's Arrested Development. I could watch that over mm. again, and I've been watching Arrested Development. So mm. let me say, you said it's basically a reboot. Reboot. Mm-hmm. Speaking of reboots, mm-hmm. um, we have a rebooted shirt. <laughs> that is available. Uh, it's more like a requel. Yeah, I mean, well, no, no, it's a reboot. It's just that 
It's well, it's you don't, don't have to know anything about the original shirt, right? To get this, shirt. I don't know. We kind of JJ Abrams the original shirt. We just <laughs> we did make it more sparkly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we put some extra lens flare in there. Anyway, can I give them the website now? Can I do that on the? I would love you to. Yeah, uh, it's uh, uh, yes, it's bearsuitstudios.bigcartel.com. That's correct. Uh, go there, get shirts. We have them in all the major sizes. Uh, if you wear an adult large, you're in luck. There are plenty for you to buy one for you and your whole family. Oh my God, yes. All of you adult larges, come get a shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> my oh. heart breaks every time I see a shirt order come in. I'm like, please oh, be no. an adult large. Oh and no, it's, it's like, an XL. Yeah, yeah. it's an XL. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got plenty of larges left. Uh, other sizes are diminishing, as as you can tell. Well, I guess that's we have... how sizes work. <laughs> <laughs> Yourself, go fuck it. <laughs> anyway, big cartel, uh, bearsuitstudios.bigcartel.com. Mm-hmm. Buy shirts. It's they're twenty bucks shipped in the United States, uh, Canada, Puerto Rico, everywhere else. Please send us an email, and we will uh, figure out what the shipping is, mm-hmm. and uh, then you can pay us thusly, and we'll send the send them shits out. <laughs> but we will ship anywhere as long as. You know, you you're willing it. to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, sometimes shipping places is really expensive. Like Australia was ridiculous, but yeah. Um, much but hey, appreciation they got to put it on a plane and take it all the way around the right. world. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if you just handed you're someone 20 bucks and say, hey, take this around the world, they would go, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're buying a plane ticket for a t shirt. So think about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're silver. They're the, the same design as the limited edition gold these are just limited edition silver and they're limited edition until we decide that they're not right now they're limited it's all we yep. got in the box and then after that right. who knows <laughs> maybe we'll do another color maybe we'll do pink i don't know i would do pink yeah i mean yeah <laughs> anyway i just wanted to slip that in there before we finished the show out okay because uh I don't know about you, but I, after listening to like a hundred episodes of a podcast, sometimes I kind of skip the end. So you're not a yeah. true true fan. No, I'm not. I'm not a true fan of okay. anything. Okay, I, I hate a little bit of everything that I love. Super. Um, <laughs> so now that we've covered that, should we cover an email? If we got one, we should cover. Uh, one. I have an electronic mail here. Okay. It's from Jagus. Have we read an email from Jagus lately? Oh, I don't know. He sent it on April the sixth. That sound familiar? I'll start talking about it. Okay. <clears throat> he says, the internet of TV. Haven't heard this. Hey, BMF crew. Jagus here in my backloggery led me down a path of revisiting DVDs from internet showmakers like The Angry Video Game Nerd, Red Letter Media, and Mega64. What started out as unemployed me trying to cut back on expenses by watching E-Bombs World, Newgrounds, and YouTube for entertainment led to me replacing TV entirely minus a handful of series I own on DVD and can watch on Netflix. So I have to ask. Do you guys have any older new internet shows you watch? I don't know if Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Hulu exclusives count, so you guys can decide. Aside from the above mentioned, I remember the wealth of options back in, on 2006 to 2008 YouTube and Blip, back when everyone with a camcorder and a dream was throwing shit out there. A lot of it was crap that ripped off anyone popular, but there was also this weird world of people who just spoke to the camera about their lives, and it was oddly entertaining. That still exists, but it feels so produced and manufactured. So few people have that raw quality of a nicotine alien or the old man whose name escapes me that talked about his younger days working at the Maytag factory and supporting his family off his pay. So yeah, if you don't mind, please share your tales of young YouTube and other online video services. Crash and burn, Jay out. 
sent from the heavily compressed 240p ripoff of Freddy Got Fingered someone uploaded to YouTube in 2006 because no one gave a fuck back then. <laughs> to be fair about that movie, I don't think they do. Still, yeah, give a fuck. No, oh, no. Yeah. Nobody gives any fucks. Um, I can answer for Harlow. Okay. Tiki Bar TV. Yeah, that's that's a classic. I mean, that, that's the thing is, like, everything's kind of transitioned away from weird shit like that. I mean, people were trying to get on the ground floor of, like, you know, IPTV. Internet. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like they're not really doing it. Like, I think the last thing, and it was still kind of big, was, like, the Guild. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. That, was still, I mean, that was still, like, well-known. So it's like, you know, I'm sure you're aware of that. It's like one of those, like, would I recommend is something you've already yeah. heard of? Because, like, at this point, it's like, well, the it's either like... super under, underground or, like, yeah, I've heard of that. The Guild's first season was like nobody heard of right. any of that. Sure. And then it got picked up and then then Geek and Sundry happened. And Right. God. Yeah, now it's like, you know, it's like, oh, have you heard of this little show called uh, The Simpsons? <laughs> 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 right, yes. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's, yeah. I think, where the, like, half of the rest of the world figured out who Felicia Day was. I'm trying to think, like, um, the other one I would recommend that you may have passed you by, but depending on where you're from, this may be another one, like, you've you've heard of it, is uh, Pure Ownage, or Ponage, if you want to spell it correctly, if you want to search for it correctly. Um, it, it just started off as, like, this Canadian dude who plays games all day, um, changes games, gets into, like, World of Warcraft, and becomes addicted, like, has to go to, like, a clinic, and it's just, it's all wacky things, like, you've probably heard memes from it even if you haven't seen the show like the boom headshot guy is from that oh okay right. yeah. yeah yeah that's so, who i thought that yeah. was i mean but they actually had us it actually made it to a series for like i think a season on a thing like i want to say an actual like channel somewhere maybe it was like a canadian channel but and it was like on yahoo here you know one of those like things yahoo. like but i think it like actually aired on a channel somewhere on an actual <laughs> yeah. tv but that was a good one back in the day when things i mean now granted you're gonna go watch these things and like most of them are like 240p you know so it's yep, gonna look yeah. like ass now but um, well like red versus blue sure. started out as i don't even know what site that was hosted on um, um pretty but machinima machinima right yeah was it even on I, machinima first i think it might have been or whatever that was before it yeah was machinima. i think that was pre-machinima and now that's rooster teeth is a fucking empire now yeah, yeah, yeah. which is crazy yeah um i i the weirdest thing i was uh in somebody else's discord they're probably a year and a half ago or so they were talking about all this rooster teeth stuff and i'm like wait you mean like rooster teeth like red versus blue like mm -hmm. that's not very closely or you know not very well abstracted cockbite like that rooster teeth <laughs> yeah They're like yeah yeah i think that's the same guys i'm like what are they doing with all this money and all these youtube channels now because <clears throat> i hadn't heard like I hadn't heard anything of what they were doing. I somehow missed all of the assorted empire that they were building over there. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I have any. Because, like, I was well aware of everything that was going on on the internet at that time. I just never really got into following any of that stuff. I was more like a transient on the internet, uh, an internet hobo, if you would. Just riding the rails? <clears throat> yeah, just riding the rails. <laughs> Looking for adventures. Yep. <laughs> Found some. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's The early days of YouTube, for me, were always just trying to find the, the, the short, goofy stuff. 
Like I liked that everyone was just trying skits. Yeah. They were they were just trying their best to put together just little not even short films because those are too long, but just like little like there were things where it was just like it was like 5 second sketches where it was just like set up punchline and it was and it was just and and some of them would hit and some of them were crap. Mm-hmm. But like we would sit at work and just search for we we would just come up with we, we would search for like trampoline accidents and you would just find like people 27 worst just, trampoline accidents well no it wasn't even that it was just people like here's some idiot who jumped off his roof and missed the trampoline and hit the side of the pool or something and that would lead to people building water slides off their roof and then that would lead to people building water slides down a giant hill in their backyard and then their uncle went down it and disappeared into the nothing and was just like and because it's a 240p clip that ran 12 seconds they cut it the second he vanishes into vapor and is just like wow that man died i just watched a video of a man dying going down a water slide 100 miles an hour that's the best (laughs) so the hold my beer watch this slash snuff film yeah okay yeah, so it was it was looking for goofy stuff like that, and then eventually kind of moved into stuff like the early days of like when like sketches like the, the Chad Vader stuff came around. Yeah, uh, before that got everywhere. Yeah, um, that's the thing is like I mean, there was a point in time where like you found Chad Vader or even like Ask a Ninja, mm-hmm. and it was like holy shit, what is this weird thing I found? And then it's like oh yeah, it's fucking everywhere. And then all of a sudden it's merchandised yeah, and everywhere. Right. And it's just like okay, well, that was that era that feels like 2010 youtube where that just everything got monetized to fuck immediately um like charlie the unicorn yes like those that guy's work um there were like i don't know eight total videos that that guy did and Mm -hmm. then he either like disappeared or started working on merchandising deals stuff like that um maddox yeah uh the Best damn page in the universe. That's not quite YouTube, but he had um, some videos and stuff from back in the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to get references, we drop nearly every episode. Go find the Fensler Films. Oh, yes. Yeah. G.I. Joe PSAs. Yeah. There's yes. a HD remaster thing on YouTube out there. Those were early, early yeah. YouTube. Well, I mean, he mentioned yeah. E-Bombs World especially, which, yeah, yeah. shithole site we know now. But, yes. I mean, like, it's still... It was always it a, a shithole, but always a shithole. But it was a nexus for right. weird internet. It was shit. a curated place to like. Okay, yeah. hopefully this one doesn't have horrific violence in it, <laughs> right? Or you know, snakes coming out of someone's pee hole, <laughs> or you know, just. <laughs> Wait, just that, was, me... that was a thing. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> Never found that page. Oh, good. I'm gonna go looking for it now. <laughs> yeah. It's I, I I man, I mean, for all intents and purposes, YouTube is better now because people who do good work are supported in for the most part well, in a way. Like okay, they're getting sponsorships from Square Squarespace. Sure, I mean, there's better opportunity now. Whereas before, it was just wild wild west, and there was no opportunity. It was just I'm trying to make a thing that people are gonna like. And maybe it'll get a hundred thousand hits. Yeah, it was just it was just a race for hits. Like, oh man, if I could just get hits, it wasn't even about maybe I'll make money at this. It was just like, what if this video is popular? That would be neat, right? You know, and, and people are making like whole ass content on YouTube now, which yeah. is fascinating. And I also 
part of me hates it because they're not getting there are people out there doing a lot of hard work and not getting that YouTube money because mm-hmm. they missed out on it because um, mm-hmm. they're two years too late and nobody makes debt YouTube money anymore unless you already make that YouTube money yep. um, or you're a slightly racist uh, guy that, you know, mildly apologized for being kind of <laughs> racist and then did it again. Yeah. Um, but like there's there are a number of channels I watch that are interesting or educational. They're not even like, quote unquote, entertainment they're just interesting and educational and they talk about shit I'm interested in mm-hmm. that are amazingly produced. They're like a, every single one of them is like a 20 second or 20 minute segment on uh, discovery from back in 1998, you know, when we were watching beyond 2000 or something with great graphics and, um, yeah. you know, well-produced music and stuff like that. And these people are not getting, anything like they should get like mm-hmm. they somehow miss the boom or the boom miss them but <laughs> there is a lot of aside from it being a site that's trying to turn everybody into an alt-right fuckboy or turn all children into zombies that just watch youtube videos all day so that uh a random chinese entrepreneur makes 400 billion dollars a year off of your children watching their videos um there's YouTube's pretty fucking great as yeah. far as a place where content is. I, I would say my favorite thing about YouTube now are the well-produced how-to videos for pretty much anything you're looking to repair or, oh, yeah. you know, like, I don't know how to replace the windshield wipers on my 89 Prius. How does that work? <laughs> you know, and it's like, I guarantee you there's a video of like, here's how to replace the windshield wipers on your 89 Prius, you know. Um Whereas before, the, that just wasn't out there. But on the flip side of that, what I hate is when you're trying to figure out how to do something in a video game, you have to sit through fucking two minutes of, hey, holler at your oh, boy, geez. you know, ring the, that bell. Everybody's trying to yeah. become it's the next. It's just fucking show the clip. Like, I just need to know how to jump over this thing. Yeah. I don't need all of your bullshit. So it's a double-edged sword. One of the great things that I like, sort of the opposite of your well-produced instructional video is you will get 80 results for some some guy and it'll there are 80 different some guys who are like all right my name's ned and we're gonna tell you how to how to pull the brake drums off your 89 Chevrolet. <laughs> and all the audio is like that yeah but he goes into it's a 45-minute video that's shot on a cell phone, mm-hmm. and he's taken the fucking brakes apart on his 89 Chevy yeah. uh, with one hand yeah. and telling you every single iota of information you'd ever need to know about it mm-hmm. in between Has talking about this guy never heard of like a GoPro with a head strap? No. Oh. No. <laughs> this is just some fucking redneck in nowhere Arkansas yeah. who's well, on a, like a Galaxy S3. I know. I was just saying, they, they sell knockoff... <laughs> Like GoPros for like twenty bucks with a little head. Too expensive. (laughs) Sorry, dude bent his own brake shoes. He doesn't have money for even a knockoff GoPro. Okay, but he's got he's got a little bit of internet. It probably took him fifteen days to upload the video. I do appreciate that YouTube car was new when he started uploading. (laughs) Has has exposed us to 
smaller communities, let's say, and their <laughs> idea of fun, um, which in some cases is we've got this old washing machine outside. Let's throw a brick in it and turn it on and see what happens. <laughs> okay, so I know the channel that that came from. <laughs> and that dude is weird. <laughs> And that wasn't just like, okay, this guy's like an electrical engineer, but for on a, on a like municipal electricity scale. Mm -hmm. And his thing is like putting way too much voltage through things um, and trying to blow them up in his like sort of townhouse somewhere in the UK. Right. Um, the channel is photonic induction. Mm -hmm. That guy is fucking weird and you need to watch some of his videos. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, I, I agree that like, I'm, I'm really glad that people that YouTube has let us, I just wish that shit was easier to find these yeah. days. Like it's, it's, it's just so much on there. Now. It's impossible to find like, just a small little weird thing because you go on if you're on YouTube for more than nine seconds, it's yeah. going to recommend the top ten most popular things, and yep. half of them are honestly terrible. They are way past their prime sort of things. Um, but when I when I had a blog, every Wednesday was YouTube Wednesday, and it was here are four videos that aren't getting play that make me laugh my ass off, and it's just someone on a mini scooter driving into a cardboard box <laughs> or someone who's got their 10 speed up in a tree and the branch is about to crack and they're like, I'm going to ride this branch to the ground and the branch cracks halfway down and they go like fucking <laughs> right. seesaw flying off into nowhere. I, I, now I don't even remember was the original email like asking us to go down memory lane with internet content or are we still watching anything? I don't remember. There's, oh. there's, nothing from the glory days that's still available like it's still being produced i mean i will still go back and watch the gi joe shorts oh, all yeah, the time absolutely but like is there something that i was watching in 2006 that i'm still watching no n none of that is still i mean a thing. every few years i go and watch the entirety of tiki bar tv again because mm -hmm. they didn't make that many episodes yeah they're still great they're only what 10 yeah, 12 maybe like 10 minutes long at the most of them are like they're probably 10 because that was the youtube limit yeah TV. Oh, this wasn't even YouTube. This was like TV the very phone. first, like one of the very first video podcasts. Oh, right, 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 right. Like delivered to yeah. our via RSS, and then later they got slapped on YouTube. But this was pre-YouTube. Yeah, it's back when there were options mm -hmm. where you could just put stuff anywhere. Well, like I mean, they they made somewhat of a name because like when they dropped the video iPod, they were actually like one of the first like featured video podcasts. Yes, and I think ninety nine percent of people went, "What the fuck is this?" Yep. <laughs> Which is I, fair. That's a fair reaction to that show if you don't know what you're in for. Yeah. There's a subreddit that I come across every once in a while that is like for YouTube channels or YouTube videos that are cool that have like 10 views or something like it, like that. Mm -hmm. It's like depths of YouTube or something like that. Somebody, somebody out there will know and they can tweet at us or something. But yeah. if you can find that, subscribe to it on the reddits and, uh, you will enjoy yourself. Yep. But also, you should subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash bmfcast. Yes. It's great. You should also send us an email if you have questions 
bmf at bmfcast.com. Mm-hmm. Or if you would like to speak your questions into Garfield's precious ears, nine one zero five jocks BMF or nine one zero five five six nine two six three. Please note, you will not actually talk to Garfield. It is just a voicemail box. Well, you can pretend that you're talking to Garfield. I'm just saying there will be no actual Garfield speaking to you. Correct. And there will be no back and forth with Garfield. Bill Murray will not talk to you. No. But uh, also, just go to bmfcast.com for all of your BMFcast needs. Uh, there's links there to the shirts, yeah. which you should oh, well, you should buy one because uh, you need two. something to cover your flesh. It's uh, gross. No one wants to see that. <laughs> yeah, our link. There are links to everything else. Um, I don't know. Mackie usually like prompts me on this, so uh-huh. it's weird. Kind of, it's you'll get there. It's weird. Kind of flying. Got to get used to this. Flying with no co-pilot. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, I think that's all. I think I covered all the bases. Yeah, just go mm-hmm. to the website. It's all there. Did you did you do Patreon? Patreon.com slash BMFcast. Okay. Thanks, man. Yeah. I think that's it. Give us some more of your money. I mean, really. Besides just for teaching. Really, just go to BMFcast.com. There's there's links to everything on the side. It's literally I, all there. Yeah, I did already yeah, say yeah. that. Well, I'm saying that that's really all you need. It, it takes you everywhere. Yeah, it does. Everywhere. <laughs> It'll take you there. Yeah. <laughs> It'll take you there. Right. Anyway, let's yes. get let's let's take us out of here, shall we? Yes. Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And for Mackie, this is Banff Cast Out. Mm-hmm.